Greetings, constant listeners. It's Michael Monroeville Mall Rothman. What you are about to hear is a clip from our exclusive Barons episode on Haven, the sci-fi series that went on for five seasons and is technically based on The Colorado Kid. Uh, we decided to cover it mostly for our patrons because this is a little left of the dial, uh, but there are some uh, strings or connections to King's Dominion, and we have a certain scholar or historian, if you will, to help us uh, find those strings. And if you want to hear the whole thing, uh, you can go to www.patreon.com slash the barons where you can become a member uh there's so much exclusive content over there we've got our stephen king archival series our spooky souls midnights dozens of commentaries and all your favorite stephen king movies spin-offs for talking hawkins and our ongoing Crichton cast and jen's king corner we've got the dark tower detour we're always doing tons of shit over there so join us and uh we'll see you over long days and pleasant nights so what is this based on? I mentioned it was based on a King work. It's based on the Colorado Kid, which you probably weren't expecting. This is a 2005 novel or novella uh, released in 2005. It was the first King book to be released by the Hard Case Crime imprint. Uh, it's about a pair of old journalists on a tiny island outside of Maine who recount a mysterious tale about a body that was discovered there and the mystery that surrounds it to the intern at their paper. Uh, doesn't, and, that, doesn't that, I just got to say, doesn't that seem kind of what we're doing right now with Brian? A little just, bit. He's Stephanie and me and you are the old weathered journalist. <laughs> it might be the other way around though, because we're, I think like Brian's knowledge surpasses ours in some way. So we are learning from him. <laughs> well, um, and, and also I can see both of you right now. If one of the three of us is going to get described as old and weathered, it's me. I got that in the bag. <laughs> well, you're still Colorado kid to us. Don't worry about it. Um, so, yeah, I, I like Colorado Kid a lot. I think it's it's I understand why it's frustrating for people because it really is a story with no resolution. But that's ultimately really what the story is about is King sort of wrestling with the idea that there is no answer to some mysteries, which is why it's such a funny story for uh, kind of a procedural to be based on where you kind of need an answer at the end of every episode. That's like the whole point of it. But but yeah, I'm actually really interested in. Um, in how much in the grand arc Colorado Kid impacts this, uh, but we'll talk about that shortly. Um, so Haven is not that story, at least from what I've seen. Um, to be to be transparent, Dan and I have not watched the entirety of this series. Brian has, so he's going to be guiding us through um, kind of the grand arc of the series. Um, and but Dan and I, Dan, how much did you watch? Um, so I watched the episode and then I also watched the uh, making of documentary, which actually gave me a weird affection for the show. Like it oh, seemed yeah. like everyone mm-hmm. had such a good time filming it and they were up in what Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia. Yeah, and like what a I mean, just to spend five years of your life living in this like fisher village yeah. in that part of the world would just be so amazing. Yeah, I watched four episodes and the documentary and um it was it was fun. I'm I yeah, like I I kind of bounced around a bit based on Brian's recommendations. And so it was it was cool to um, like, I don't know, I guess like it's it's almost rare these days that you can bounce around with a TV show, at least with stuff that I watch, like the idea of missing an episode, you can't do that. And I can see 
And when rewatching the show, it reminded me of like when I was younger and you didn't have to watch stuff in order and you just it reminded of, me a lot of the X-Files. Like, yeah. Just from that monster of the week kind of feel. And you're like, okay, there's like an overarching or overarching story that's going on, but you could just deposit yourself and watch one episode, take it in and have a good time. Yeah. Which it was kind fun. of I, feels. Yeah. Go ahead, Brian. I was going to say it, it kind of feels like one of the last shows that you can say that about it. Yeah. It, it's like sort of echoes from a distant era that's uh, almost totally gone. Yeah. Yeah. It genuinely it felt very, feels that way. Yeah, it felt 90s, but I know it's not, right? It's 2000, 2010 to 2015. 2000, yeah. It's it's more contemporary, but it, it, it captured that feeling of like a fun, serialized 90s, I don't know, crime drama with supernatural elements. It was just, it was really cool. It reminded me of like Millennium, too, if you yeah. ever watched that show. Oh, I never watched oh, yeah. that one. I was um, a huge Millennium head. I figured. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so Haven is is set in Maine. It's set in Haven, Maine, but that's not. It's not the town from the Tommyknockers. Uh, it's. We'll talk about that. Uh, there's a couple of old journalists too, the same ones from the story, but this isn't really about them. It's about an FBI agent named Audrey who pursues a case to Haven and is soon wrapped up in the town's supernatural tomfoolery. Basically, there is this uh, spiritual, dark spiritual presence um, called the Troubles that uh, is a very useful kind of catch-all for it can be kind of anything. So, um, so yeah, there's a it's very much a monster of the week kind of show. But yeah, like you mentioned, Dan, there is an overarching story. There is kind of a love triangle. At least I picked up on a triangle aspect of it. We can get more clarity on that later. And then there's also... Um, you know, there's mention of the Colorado kid case and the idea that Audrey may be involved with it and that her arrival in Haven had, uh, you know, more to it than just happenstance is kind of where it goes. So I've got a little bit of uh, production history here. Uh, nothing major. Brian, please feel free to fill in any gaps. Um, sure. So in 2009, this kind of uh, started, and it was a sci-fi series. Uh, Sam Ernst and Jim Dunn wrote the pilot episode, and this is very interesting to me. So according to Ernst, the original idea had no supernatural involvement, which prompted Stephen King himself to ask, where's the supernatural element, after he read their notes. That's very interesting to me because I think like... 